You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. Alright, they call it Hump Day. It's Wednesday. Al and I are with you for the post-game post-show. I think really at this point it's just the uh, Al and Jerry podcast, quite frankly. Al and Jerry talk about penis stories. That they won't put as a title, so we call it the post-game show instead. Now, with that said, there was one story and one sound. I'll do it tomorrow, I'm sure. All right. I I hate when I don't get to something and then I got to wait 24 hours to get to it because I just didn't get to it today. And now tomorrow it's going to be like, whoa, it blew up everywhere. And it just looks to me so obvious that we do it. Did you see the Jim Mora thing on, I forget what TV network in New Orleans. I found this uh, at 4 a.m. As soon as I got in, I saw this. Um, and it was, it's cool. And I wanted to get everybody's take on, is this classic Jim Mora? Everybody remembers the mem- remembers the rant playoffs, right? All that stuff. So he was a guest analyst. So this is new. This is new. This was from literally late Sunday night. But it does take time to make the rounds. I guarantee you by tomorrow, it'll have been everywhere today. At least that's my opinion. Like tomorrow, I'll have it on my show sheet. Probably. And it's funny because I was going to play it here, and I realized we're in an alternate studio, and I can't play anything in here, so I can't even do it here. But remind me tomorrow to do it or put it on the show sheet so I remember He's on. He's the guest analyst on like a post game. It would kind of be like if the Giants play Sunday Night Football, and after NBC signs off, Bruce Beck goes on and does like a post game show. And the host, who looks like you know a dork in a suit, like I would be the host, right? Says to says to Moore, "Well, you know they're zero three now. Is this effectively end their season?" And he's like, "And I hate this. I hate this. It doesn't. I when you guys and it, it's good, but I didn't get to it. And I almost wonder: a, are we blowing it up because it's Jim Mora? And we think of playoffs, right? Or B, um, are we even interested in Jim Moore anymore? I think we're interested in playoffs, that guy. And we're also interested when anyone gets annoyed at media people. Well, he's part of the media, though, now. But you're right, because in this case, he completely removes himself from being the media. And he references you guys. Right. He becomes former coach Jim Moore. All right. So I've gone over this with you. Please help me remember tomorrow morning. All right, Jerry. I'll, I'll have it. it on the the show sheet. I'll have it saved. The problem is it's going to be dated today. And if I don't see it dated tomorrow, I'll Got it. forget. So I'm aware of it. Someone tweet Jerry. At, if someone could wake up at about 4 a.m. and tweet Jerry that, then he'll remember. Thank you. Yes. I totally agree. That would be nice. Very much so. So there you go. All right, Jerry. Um, now you walked in and said you had a roller coaster story. Yes. I also have a roller coaster Gotta story. Got to be the same one. So I'm going to assume it's the same one. Has to be the you same one. You fire away. So I was listening to K Rock Online yesterday, which I'd like to do often when I'm cooking. Uh, if my wife's at work, I cook. When I'm at work, she cooks. On the All internet? Good. 
Yeah, I oh, stream I K Rock out of L A. all the oh, time. Oh, L A. not New York. Yeah, yeah no, no, ninety-two that's three K Rock. Well, oh, that amp. doesn't exist amp anymore. Now? Oh, that's Amp, right? Right. Isn't there Got a it. Sheboygan in the morning? Sheboy, Sheboy, right? That's not K Rock anymore. Oh, this is there's a K Rock in Los Angeles. K R O Q. Oh, with the Q. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I wish we had it here. We don't. So be it. Same company. I stream it. And the I forget what the girl's name is. You think I remember? But she was talking about how uh, if you want roller coasters now, if you have kidney stones. The roller coasters might shake or basically uh, blast the stones and help you pass kidney stones. Right. Now, as someone that has had kidney stones uh, a long time ago, I was 22 when I had kidney stones or 23, I would go right to the roller coaster. And you're not far from Great Adventure. Uh, no. And I have season passes. Not that I go enough for you. or go much. I hate roller coasters, though. That's the only issue. Why don't urologists just take people to Great Adventure? If I was a urologist, I would open an office there. Why don't you just... Oh, at Great Adventure. At Great Adventure. It's not a bad idea. I would have a a small, tiny office, just big enough where you could pull your pants down, and if I needed to examine your area about the kidney stones, and then I would, say, write a prescription... To go on a roller coaster. That would be per, and you could be right in between the ice cream shop, right, and the souvenir stand. Yeah, this was research, Jerry, out of Michigan State University. Taking the rear seat on a coaster resulted in a kidney stone passing sixty-four percent of the time. So that's not just like a oh, you have a three percent chance. Sixty-four percent. Correct. Sitting in the front seat gave a more modest 17%. Isn't that something? I guess that back seat is so just violently shaking. Yeah. It's uh, good to know, actually. Yeah. Why wouldn't you also be able to just go in one of those bouncy houses, like at a... I suppose you could. I mean... trampoline places. I'm not a big roller coaster person, but I do go on them sometimes. Some of the turns are so abrupt and so quick and can be violent, I could see how it could shake your insides. What would be worse, do you think... Going on a roller coaster or passing a kidney stone? Well, as someone who has passed a kidney stone, mm-hmm. I'll take passing the kidney stone. Really? Oh, my God. You've never had one? No, no. That's worse, you're saying? Yes. Yes. No, I, oh I've not God, had one. Yes. And it does... My my father had them Brutal. for many years. Brutal. So I'm lucky that I did not get that. I remember I was driving uh, with my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, and my brother was in the car with me. We were heading to... I don't know where we were going, but all of a sudden I went from being completely fine to, wow, my back is killing me all of a sudden, to, oh my God, pull the car over. Pull over. My brother's got to help me into the other side. I'm like, get me to a hospital. And there, him and my, my wife were like, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know. I can't move. Like, my back, the pain was brutal. Now you would just say, get me to Great Adventure. And now it could be, let's go to Six Flags. Right. Although I'm in I'd such still- pain. Get me to Great Adventure. I think I'd still go to the, the hospital. The hospital. All right. First. Well, that makes yeah. more sense. Jerry, I have here from the Census Bureau, again, now if you'll notice, that's two straight studies. But from this is the U.S. Reputable yeah. sources. U.S. Census Bureau. U.S. Census Bureau named America's most dangerous cities Detroit. Top 10. Can mm, I take some guesses? List. I'll give you this is top 10. Most dangerous cities. Can I take some guesses? Now, let me see. Uh, they, they reported incidents of violent crime and murders. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Jerry. Hit me All with right. some of your most dangerous cities. Just tell me if they're on the top 10. Chicago. Right. Chicago is not a top 10 dangerous city. It is not. Wow. Detroit. Detroit, number two. Number two. Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Los Angeles is not a top 10 
violent, dangerous city? Basking Ridge. No, Jerry. We are the top most safe place ever. Camden is not on the list. Newark. Uh, Newark is not on the list. Wow. I mean, just think of those places you named and how <laughs> terrible they are, and then think they're not even top They're not 10. on the list. Wow. Uh, at, are these, let me just ask you this before oh, right, I take Jerry? one more guess. Are these big cities? These are, let's see. And do, 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 do you hear the top 10 on a per capita basis? I don't know what that means. I think it means you have to have a uh, certain amount of people. Certain amount of people. So it is bigger. But just cities. by looking at the cities, are they big cities? Uh, they are. They Surprising are. too. So and Detroit and Chicago aren't on them. No, you, Detroit is on it. Oh, Detroit's the only two. one on it that you named. And Camden's Detroit is not number on two. The list. How about Philadelphia? Uh, nope. Which I wouldn't guess, but nope, nope, nope. Wow. I'll okay. go. Uh, I'll go in descending order. Coming in at number ten, Kansas City, Missouri. Really terrible place to live. Number nine, Oakland. Oh, I might have gotten to we that. We would have known that just based on Raider games. Well, <laughs> Here's a surprising one, Jerry. Number eight, Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, that to me is no different than Kansas City. I would not have thought of the two. Uh, number seven, Baltimore. I could I see that. That's not trouble. That, that seems either. like trouble. But you know what? You know you say that, though, Al? Uh-huh. I've gone to Oriole games. Uh, I've gone to a couple of Ravens games. Never once did I ever think, man, this is this is a bad area. It's nice. Now, I guess there are other parts of Baltimore that I'm not driving through. Right. But I've never in my I would have never ever mentioned Baltimore on that list. A number of years ago, I remember Baltimore had the highest rate of syphilis in the country. All right. Also, so okay, they might go hand in hand. Just one to grow on. Uh here's number six, Rockford, Illinois. I don't even I know what that is. Don't know where that is. Number five, Milwaukee. Oh, come on, really? Yeah, Milwaukee, Jerry. Wow. Number four, Memphis. Would never have thought Memphis, Tennessee. Number three, Birmingham. Okay, all right. Number two, Detroit. you mentioned Detroit. What's and the one? number one most dangerous city in the country, St. Louis, Missouri. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's right, Jerry. Had they no had idea. 188 murders last year. I had no idea. Yep, so you do not want to. I would say scratch off Detroit as a possible vacation situation. Jerry, you're a big uh, Bob Dylan Seriously? fan. Detroit is a vacation destination? No, I'm saying don't go there. Who was ever thinking of it? I bet you tons of people go to St. Louis for that stupid arch. For, well, and the stadium. Yeah, and the see stadium. a Cardinals game. I'd love to go. Yeah. You'd have to just be dropped in there. You don't want to cut through <laughs> St. Louis, evidently. <laughs> uh, you love Bob Dylan. I do. Yeah, I have. You do. You're a big fan. Well, here's something. I, I don't. I, you would have to be the biggest Bob Dylan fan in the history of Bob Dylan fan people in order to be interested in this, which is going on sale. All right. Bob Dylan is putting out a box set of live recordings from 1966. Okay. So one year in one year, it is a uh, 36 disc box set. <laughs> 36 <laughs> discs. Wow. That's right, Jerry. So it's like all his concerts. It's yes, all... all just from 1966. Well, that's okay. What kind of songs are, did he have in 1966? Oh, like, who knows? What did he have Mr. Tambourine on? Man in 1966? Uh, that I'm not sure about. I'm trying to think like, <laughs> you know, Subterranean Homesick Blues was that. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that was Yeah, I don't done. know when these were. Yep. Uh, well, they were they were at a large, nice size venue, so you had to have a number of big hits, Jerry. I would think, I could be wrong, I would think those songs were probably already done. Bob Dylan recordings. I might get you that for Christmas. 36 How much do you think that costs them? Box set. That's that a good gotta, question. That's going to cost $500, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it doesn't have a price on it here. 
I'm so, trying to. If you give me a second, I'm gonna if find out. If we all out. chip in, we might be able to get you that as a as a show gift. As a show gift. Well, like if everyone in the show chipped in a little yeah, bit. I'm not really so sure chip. that I'm not really sure I'm not interested. Me in and that. my sisters always used to like to do the chip gift, like for our parents, where right. we would do that. We'd each chip in some money, but at a certain age, you can no longer do chips. No, I think you once can't. you get married, you can. So like I can still chip in with somebody, but once you get married, you can't do the. Chip. 1965. Is when January 65, Subterranean Homesick Blues. So he had songs already. And don't you think if it was 1966, he didn't have a, a boatload of songs yet. You're getting a 36 disc collection. It's going to be the same songs on every disc. has to be. Well, but any concert, unless you're Bruce Springsteen with 9th Out or Elton John or Billy Joel, I mean, most concerts do have a core group of songs. Right. The core right? four. Like if you go see Sticks. Right, I'm right. sailing. That's got to be there, doesn't it? They're going to do Come Lady. Sail away. Right. Lady. There are certain songs that have to be right. there. Good point. If you're a Motley crew, if they're, God knows if they're still touring, and well, they, they probably they re- are. They retired last year, actually. My point is, Home Sweet Home's got to be, you know, there right. are five. Girls, or, girls, girls. Yes. I'd love a 66, or I'm sorry, a 36 CD box set from Motley Crew. <laughs> That'd be awesome. By the way, I heard that the other day. <laughs> I heard that? on CBS FM. Now, when I say CBS FM to yeah. you, what do you think of? Well, I think of oldies. Right. You know what I heard the other day on CBS FM? I'm starting to feel old. Poison. Mm-hmm. I heard a Motley Crue song. Madonna. Like, wait a minute. It's funny you say that. My sister, who was in her early 40s, said to me, hey, I was listening to the CBS FM the other day. She goes, they played Eddie Money, yes. Brian Adams, Bruce Springsteen. She goes, I am now the audience. Yes. For CBS FM. But at the same time, I want to hear like, you know, K-Rock and New Rock. Right. But I like that stuff. Yes. I'm not my parents, though. They've 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 really adapted CBS FM. Like, you know they do well in the though? ratings, and uh, they, they've moved on. They know people, the people that want the 50s and 60s music, well, they're dead. So not the 50s. I still think there's a place for 60s and 70s, yeah. though. I really, especially the 60s. Satellite radio. You know, we all don't have satellite, Al. Oh, that's Some not a given. Some of our antennas go crap. Oh, I see. And I don't have it anymore, which bothers oh. me. But I don't have it. Your so satellite. It. To me, that was still the go-to place if I wanted to hear the Beach Boys once in a while. Right. But I guess satellite, I got to see Cousin Brucey on satellite. What'll do? <laughs> Jerry, I'm, when I get this Bob Dylan box set, it's yeah. a lot of discs. It I'm, is a lot of discs. I'm probably just going to sit home and listen to those uh, in my underwear. In your underwear. Yeah. You remember Tom Cruise in that movie Risky Business yes. where so, he was dancing around let me just see, in his let underwear? Let me see if I get the visual. Hold on. Yeah. Let me see if I get the visual. All right. You're in your condo in Basking Ridge. That's correct. You have got all along the watchtower yeah. running, right? Blasting. Because, uh, I love that song, right? Right? And the uh, all along the watchtower. I'm sorry. Um, Subterranean Homesick Blues, Yeah. Right? Well, I'd have them both on So that's going, right? John is in the basement mixing up the medicine mm-hmm. and on the pavement. Rocking you. Out comes Al Dukes with Sliding. nothing on, but let me guess. We're talking Mac Weldon yes, boxer briefs. That's right. I'll be in my Mac Weldons. I'll have the sunglasses on too. Air guitar? Uh, I'll be air guitaring in my Mac Weldons, and I'm going to need to slide across my wooden floor, Jerry, so I'll have on my Mac Weldon socks as well. Now, if I was going to do this, I would also go with the crew neck t shirt too. I would not be shirtless like you will. With be. me, you're going to do this? Two guys no, in their underwear? No, 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 no. I'm saying if I was going to do this as well, oh, not your with house. you, but let's Got say it. I was in my living room oh, doing okay. this, I would do it with the Mack Weldon crew neck t-shirt as oh, well. Oh, I see. 
because I've got kids and they could be like, what the hell is he doing right. if I don't have a shirt on? Yeah, you got to have a shirt on. So then it'll be all good. I see. Well, I'll be in my Mac Weldon's rocking out to the Bob Dylan 36, 36 CD box set, Jerry. What? MacWeldon.com is where you want to go what if you want to do this in your home. I think I'd rather wear my Mac Weldon Vesper polo to play golf hmm. rather than run around the house like I'm Tom Cruise. The best part about these Mac Weldons, Jerry, is if you sweat in them and you're a little stinky, your underpants won't be stinky because they have this weird technology, this voodoo technology, if you will, that makes it so that their underwear doesn't smell even if you're sweating in them. You know, when you say underpants, I feel like I'm talking to my grandfather. Oh, well, they're underwear. I like underwear. Mac Weldon underwear. And when I go to MacWeldon.com, I don't see underpants. No, the category. Underwear. Yeah, the category will say underwear. Great website, by the way. Very easy to shop at MacWeldon.com. Jerry, and if you use the promo code postgame, you will get 20% off your order. That's awesome. And if you do do that, take a photo of yourself dancing around in the Mac Weldon underwear in your home. And tweet it to Al's Boring Tweets. No, no. Tweet it to at Jerry Recco. <laughs> And tweet it to at Mac Weldon, too. Let them know what they're what you're doing. that with, I like. Let them know what you're doing with the, their underwear. <laughs> MacWeldon.com, promo code postgame at checkout. Jerry, the folks at Home Depot had to uh, had to remove a, uh, a product that they had for sale for Halloween, a, a Halloween decoration. Was it scaring kids? They had to pull it off the shelf. It was not scaring kids. Oh, okay. Uh, it was a $30 product, and it was called... Scary Peeper Creeper. Okay. And it's something that you would hang in your window, and it looks like a peeping Tom looking into your window. This is what it was. Ooh. <laughs> uh, wow. It, it was to scare people in your home to make it look like you had a uh, peeping Tom in your house. Oh, my God. Yeah, I wouldn't sell that either. You don't hear a lot about peeping Toms anymore. No, because they're that disgusting. Used, that used to be a thing where, like, People would look in other people's windows to see them nude or walking around in their well, underpants. Remember Marty McFly climbing up the tree. Stella! Oh, right. I had another one of these damn kids with my car. Right. That was Marty McFly falling out of the, or Marty McFly as a. As a I'm kid? I'm trying to think. Now, hold on Back a Back to the future you're talking about. Right. That was, it was him. Yeah. It was his father, I guess. So it was George McFly. Right. That fell out. And Marty McFly got hit saving him. Right. Peeping From Tom. From the peeping Tom. And then there's, you know, he's a peeping Tom. Yeah. That, that used to be a thing, I think, more in the 50s and 60s, peeping Tom. Yeah, I don't know that we have peeping Toms anymore. You don't really have I mean, them by anymore. By the way, who, who the hell wants to call their kid Tom in the 50s and 60s? Oh, peeping Tom? Yeah, I mean, that's terrible. Tom? Yeah. Oh. Like, you want to be called Tom when peeping Tom is, no. is like, prevalent right no, now? No, I would not. Of course not. I had a, uh, I know a person, I'm not going to say their name. I know a person when he was a a young, ki- a younger kid in his like, you know, early teens, he used to uh, have a, a, a telescope in his room he got for Christmas okay. to look at the stars, but he soon realized the telescope could look across the street at the, uh, oh boy. at his neighbor getting dressed. Wow. <laughs> well, first of all, why does the neighbor have the windows open? Exactly. So I mean, is he really being a peeping Tom? Yes. Or is he using a telescope to look at to nature? Uh, if you call two breasts nature, I guess he's looking at nature. He never saw her fully nude, but he said he would see her uh, walking around in her underwear. 
Did and you, he feels you like look? no, I would never want. I would actually did not hang out of, out at his house, but um, he felt that she was perhaps a a uh, being voyeuristic on her part. Oh, maybe she knew and she was into it. Yeah, I guess it's possible. I always wonder what kind of girl it takes to become like a stripper or, you know, like we all knew growing up, they're all nice little girls and how some grow up to want to do that in front of men and how others are so prudish, don't even want to do that in front of their husband, you know, and then everything in between. You wonder how and where they end up in that direction. It all goes back to their fathers, whatever their, if they have a bad relationship with their fathers. their moms. I think Mm. with the parents. Yeah, I think the I think the fathers really affect the daughters. Why? Now, why don't because then they since they they're seeking they didn't get the approval from dad they're seeking approval from men, and they think by dancing and stripping that they'll get that approval from men. That's my take. Well, that's pretty deep. You take psychology classes no, I, at Indiana State? I, no, no, no. I I listen to a lot of stripper interviews on the Howard Stern show over the years. Is that true? Yeah. So that's like your research, basically. That's my research. I yeah. used to listen to what well, I think it was Playboy Radio on Sirius XM. Right, you, I yeah, you mentioned once before. You were really into Re- that. Talk really shows. good, and because they would talk about things like that as well. I never, I mean, I never put two and two together to that like you did. But that's interesting. That's uh, you why, know, if you're a father, you have to be very careful with the way you treat your daughters. But what about what about the girls that have everything, and their daddy's little girl, and all of a sudden one day, daddy finds out. That little Jessica is, you know, bearing all. Right. Because I don't think it's just every girl has problems with her dad. That's true. I think there's cash involved and some see a lot of dollar signs. Big dollar signs. And it comes back to there are some women that are just very free and easy about being, you know, naked. Right. Well, I'm going to look into it, Jerry. I'm no, going to yeah. uh, get Pornhub to do a study and see if they can. Uh, Wait, come where have to they something. been, by the way? I don't know. They're not doing any studies. I'm hoping to get an election study from them about the uh, debates the by other By the night. way, two seconds on that. Yeah. I watched the debate last. I, I DVR'd it and put it on yesterday. 30 minutes. I, I couldn't watch it anymore. Yeah, I did not see it. I was sleeping. When are we getting our presidential candidate? Because these two idiots. They're oh not They're not doing it for Good you. Lord. All right, what else? All right, Jerry. So, um,. So this weekend, my girlfriend uh, Gina, she uh, did. She she went all sports fan on me. I got her watching the football games. Nice on Sunday. Nothing right? wrong with that. And she did all the generic things that an uh, an angry football fan would do. She threw something at the TV. No, I have her. I do a DraftKings lineup. Okay. Now she's doing DraftKings. Great. I told her to use promo code post game. Post game. So she did a DraftKings lineup. While we're watching the game, the Giant game, she turns to me and says, I'm calling into the show tomorrow. The refs want the Giants to lose. There you go. Okay, that's number one thing right. she did. Then she te- she checked her DraftKings score at the end of the game, and she did not do great. And she at-tweeted the Steelers tight end, who she picked who I believe is a backup tight end, oh boy. and got zero points. She at-tweeted him. Zero points in my DraftKings lineup. Step your game up. Oh, my God. Is that unbelievable? Wow. Yeah. Well, she's not afraid to speak in her mind. She is into the DraftKings, Jerry. I got her into it. Uh, So you can get involved as well. Just go to DraftKings.com, and you're going to use the promo code CHALLENGE and play for free with your first deposit. That's promo code CHALLENGE to play free for your share of over $1 million in total prizes this weekend. DraftKings.com, 
Eligibility restrictions may apply. See their website for details. I'm involved in these beginner games still. Yeah, which are awesome. You still have enough to go on. Right. 50-50. I just need to come in the top 50% and you of money. my room and I win money. By the way, just for the record. Yes, Jerry. Uh, when she put in post game as the promo code, as you just oh. told the story, <laughs> next time have her put in challenge. That's, you know what, that's a better idea. We I probably gotta, got no credit for that, Jerry. I got to go. The warm up is next. Oh, yes. Sue! It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Oh, I love the confidence, Zach. Thank you very much. Boomer and Carton coming up in 15 minutes. What is up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. So the Yankees uh, won last night. No celebration on uh, the Yankee Stadium grounds leads for one more night for the Red Sox. And the Mets walloped the Marlins. But I come in this morning, and I wasn't here 30 seconds. And I've got Eddie telling me, oh, we got the sound of this proposal. And I walk in, and Harris Allen's like, hey, you know, someone tried proposing last night at Yankee Stadium. And uh, I put on MLB.com, and the first thing I see is this guy and this girl. I'm like, what? This was really some story last night. Or this is what the Yankee season has come to, Jerry. Well, we're looking at proposals in the crowd. At this point in the final week, yes, that's pretty much where we're at. I didn't think we were still doing that, where men were proposing on stadium jumbo trains. It's actually still very popular. And what I found interesting was this guy's name is Andrew, I believe was his name. Uh, MLB.com caught up with him. Uh, Meredith Morakovich talked to him as well. But on the MLB.com interview, he was asked about how he... So he's not from here. I don't know if you read the story or saw this other than the funny video. He's from, like, Pittsburgh. They're not New Yorkers. And they're just Yankee fans, and they always thought it would be cool. They met online, and I guess being Yankee fans was one of the things they had in common. They thought it would be really cool to see their first Yankee game together and make their first trip to Yankee Stadium. He had bought the ring five months ago and planned this out. This is what I found interesting. Did you realize you had to pay to do that, to get, like, your name up on the board? Which I actually kind of thought you would. And to I be thought featured it, on the Jumbotron? Yes. How much do you think it costs? I'm going to say that costs you uh, $200. I was going to say $250, $300. Only $100. That's pretty good. It's a bargain. So I could send you a message there in tonight's game for $100. Yes. You Hi, absolutely Jerry. Could. Absolutely like that. Could. Yes, you could do that. From Al. If you wanted oh, to, right? which would be awesome. I would so love anyway, to see that. So anyway, so he takes the ring out of the box. The ring falls, and they can't find it. That's what we're talking about. And then Susan and John were all over this. Here, here was Susan. What exactly happened? She tries to describe it for us. He opened the box, the poor guy, and they're still looking for it, and the ring was not there. Right. And so this went on literally for a couple of minutes, and she actually felt for the guy. <laughs> the biggest moment of his life, and they're looking for the ring. Oh, this whole night is ruined. <laughs> this was like a soap opera, uh, but at the uh, in the end, all was good. <laughs> oh, how wonderful! This is so wonderful. <laughs> the ring was found. They're engaged. Everybody's happy. Whenever this happens, and you're at a game, women will say that they will have no interest in that. That they don't ever want to be put on a jumbotron, right? At a concert or at a, because uh, like Bruce Springsteen was on tour recently, they were doing that every night at the Bruce show. Someone would come up on stage and propose on stage to their girlfriend. Did he take a hundred dollars in his pocket? I don't for think that? he charged oh. them, but like that became the thing. And then some women think that's kind of hacky. I think it depends on the girl. If you met online and one of your key interests are, I love the New York Yankees. I'm a big sports fan. I would think a, a woman like that would be into it. If you meet someone that doesn't even know what the Yankees are or what baseball is, probably not the best idea. Now, if you were there with your then-girlfriend, Jerry, and this uh, gentleman proposed, and you had had that on your mind that you were going to do that later in the game, 
you, you can't do that the same game, right? If someone had already done I it. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. Maybe maybe you can. I don't know. Or if, do you think they no, hold proposals you're, you're, to one per game? No, no, no. I'm not saying they do. Is that a bad move on your part? Your woman would not feel special as there was already someone else. Well, it's kind of like, I forget what the commercial is, but you see that commercial where the, the, the couple, the guy in front of the fountain gets down on yes. his knee to propose. They get the butt ring with the call, and then the guy's proposing to his sister right. <laughs> at the stadium. Moment's ruined. Yeah, the moment's ruined. So, yeah, I don't think you can do it if it already happens. Not gonna, not a good idea. And then yesterday, Jerry, I was watching this Met Marlin game, and uh, Jay Bruce had a home run, which was very exciting. Monster home run. And then Cespedes hit a home run. And a bigger monster home run. Bobby Dwyer in the back in our research department tells me that's the first time they've homered in the same game. Well, yeah. And it was each of their 31st Correct. home runs. But when I think of Cespedes, I think of him as a guy who hits home runs all year round. And he has equal amount of home runs as Jay Bruce, who we think hasn't hit a ball in three months. <laughs> Why? But that's, yes, because he hit all of his home runs with the Reds. So you haven't seen him or I watched see. him. But that having been said, he is now, and I don't know what he finished last night. He, but he, Do you see the catch that uh, Echevarria made at shortstop, yes. took a hit away from him? So he had that hit taken away from him. You had Stanton took a hit away from him with a diving catch last night. And even with that, after the home run last night, he was five for his last 10 with two home runs. And you can make the case should have been 7 of 11, basically, with the, the Echeverria catch. So. so good news, he's back for the Mets playoff run, Jerry. That's what we're he's, saying. The problem with him, and I think when the trade was made, there were stories written about how streaky a hitter he is. Very much like Lucas Duda. I haven't watched him enough, you know, when he's with the Reds to know that. But if that's the case, that's a problem. If you got a guy like Bruce and Duda in the same lineup, when they're both on fire, you're not going to lose games. You're going to score 100 runs a game. But when they go in the tank, that's 0 for 8 every night. But as a Met fan, Jerry, I'm excited now. He's out of the. He's out of his funk. He would appear to be out of the funk. And yes, now you've got him and Cespedes. Let's go. I did feel kind of bad though last night. I'm a Met fan when uh, Syndergaard was mowing some guys down. Why? Because it was the Marlins. They were still sad. All right, but it's the night. I think we got to. Move the on. Mets have to move on a little bit. Right. These are important games for the Mets. Now, Aledmus Diaz of the Cardinals. Remember we were talking yesterday, D. Gordon hit the home run. It was his first, came on the first at bat. And, An upper decker. Yeah, and Craig was like, do you believe in, you know, the extra, you know, people looking down and all and that you kind didn't. of stuff. I, well, I don't. But so Gordon hit the home run, first one. Aledmus Diaz, who is the Cardinals shortstop, grew up with Jose Fernandez. They even played on the same Little League team together. He had never hit. Now he's a young player. It's not like he's had a... A thousand at bats yet, but he had never hit a grand slam. What do you think he did last night? He hit a grand slam. He hit a grand slam. Divine intervention. Which you don't believe in. I don't, but he did hit a grand slam last night. So there was still, and you had all these players, Aaron Sanchez of the Blue Jays wrote his name on the hat. So I don't think that's going away anytime soon, but if you're the Mets, you can't worry about it anymore. And if you're a Met fan, you can't sit there and say, I kind of feel bad for them. I did, especially when when, uh, D. Gordon struck out. I was like, well, let him put well, the ball in play. What do you want to do? Just let roll over and let, let him sweep the series let and him, miss the playoffs? Just let him put it in play. Really? A grounder, something. No. And then you see that weird thing that um, a, a bag of uh, signed uh, Fernandez balls washed Is that washed real? Out. It is real. I, so I checked they were my in the sources. Boat? They were in the boat because his checkbook was in the bag mm. that the balls washed the shore uh, in, which is very strange. And, I don't know what they do with that. And did you see the story, too, about Marcelo Zuna? About how 
he wanted him to go with him. Yes. And Ozuna's like, no, man, I got him with my wife and my kids tonight. I got to get home. And even said to him, you probably shouldn't be out. It was just awful. Well, he said he was, quote, stressed out, whatever that means. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, his last outing, he had 12 strikeouts and in eight innings. He had a dominating performance. Maybe stri- who knows what was going on in his personal life. But, I mean, his girlfriend was pregnant. You would think on the surface all was good. Who knows? We don't know. You can't get inside someone's head. But just the whole thing just stinks. Right. So when are the Mets uh, going to clinch this, Jerry? This this wild well, card playoff they a, spot. They have a game and a half lead. How many games do they have left? Five games left now? Uh, four games left? Whatever it is. I forget. But uh, you've got, I think they have a magic number to clinch a four. So if that's the case, I mean, they could do it in the next couple. Of, all they need to do, if they could get a couple more wins and a Cardinal loss along the way, they would create a lot of separation. Who knows what the Giants will do? The Giants won last night. They played the Rockies. They beat them up. How about this? Talk about weird. If I bring this up to Boomer and Craig, they'll kick me out of the studio saying how stupid it is. But don't do it. Then. You've got three teams in this NL wild card race. They all scored twelve runs last night. Kind Divine of intervention, Ooh, Jerry. Spooky. That that is, spooky. No, no, who, did Look I say spooky? Did I God. say spooky? Who? Okay. First of all, who asked you to say anything? Mm-hmm. Number two, who called it spooky? I just said it's kind of odd. It, it's not like a four run night. How many nights do you think the Mets scored twelve runs this year? Uh, Twice. Not often. And to have all three teams score 12, I thought that that was interesting. Numerology, Jerry. So what does that mean? Well, it's not divine intervention. That's just numerology. What does that mean? Well, it just means that something lined up in the atmosphere. You believe in that stuff, Where in 12 runs happened to the three teams. You believe in that, Eddie? Eddie doesn't believe in anything. So it was predestined, right, that they were going to score 12 runs last night? Absolutely. Right, Hmm. exactly. Because all of this already happened. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And lastly, uh, yes, before we Jerry. take a break, J.J. Watt. Remember, he came back from the back surgery, and everybody thought, "Wow, look how fast he's come back!" And he played in a preseason game. He's played the first few games. How about the fact he is now done for the rest of the season as he re-injured the back? Ah! Nope, that was an actual clip of him. <laughs> no, that was not. Injured. That was not an actual yeah, we clip have of it. him. That was me. Oh, that was you. That you was injured me. your back as well. Uh, I do have an injured back. Yes. Ah! Oh, yes, and is that again. is how I feel many days. Mm. <laughs> but if you're the Houston Texans, I ain't going to say their season's shot, but without him, I mean, that changes the entire scope of their defense. Yes, uh, J.J. Watt, Jerry, he's still going to be on all the commercials as we watch our tele- our, well, our games. He he's just not going to be playing in the actual games. You know, I, I get that. J.J. Watt. All right. Now, is he done for his career, you think? These no. guys with the backs? Is he like Tony no. Romo? No, I don't. Well, Tony we Romo's find his not replacement? done. No, Tony Romo's not done yet. J.J. Watt's not done yet. Let's relax on that. By the way, that Tony Romo versus Dak Prescott, that was on all of the sports programs Of course today. it is. By the, the battle. way, can I just say that started when Dak Prescott started against the Rams in the first preseason game, and he looked relatively okay. We started the whole, whoa, what if this kid's really good? We're going to have a problem in Dallas. Every, they can't wait. Everybody can't wait to create controversy. There's no controversy yet. Not I, yet. I forget about someone immediately as soon as something new comes along. Of course you do. I'm like, Tony, who? I'd like to forget about this segment. Oh. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back on All the right, fan. Jerry.